Breaking news from Liberty Radio. <laughs> well, it's not really breaking news, but it's pretty crappy. Well, as you can see in the news that we're getting pretty close to election season, I don't understand how Democrats are even having a platform this year. They were literally running on, I hate Trump, I hate Trump, and I hate Trump. While Republicans have nothing but success to back them. In the famous words of someone, I, someone near and dear to us, if you have enough crazy people to vote for the thing that they believe in, they'll believe it, and they'll vote for it. Well, here at Liberty Radio, we uh, we decided it'd be a great idea to take a look around at these politics and do some digging. This is uh, Corey Bow running with uh, Real News with Liberty Radio. <laughs> As you've been seeing on our Twitter feed. I have been writing the great debunk, tearing down the left and right wing ideologies that make no sense to anyone and saying this is what they're supposed to sound like, this is what they're supposed to be, this is what they actually are, and this is what they actually do. Yet in all reality, the left and right wing would hate me for doing that. I know a libertarian who would say, hey, what you're doing is great, but what about us? I am not a big fan of the libertarians, but still, libertarians can be useful allies, especially in these trying times. Like, let's be honest here. Just take a look around. There isn't much we have in common with the Democratic Party, but there are so many things that we do, such as the fact that we both, that both parties vote yes for any sort of war. Now, taking a quicker look over to the, the different parties, we have the conservative and liberal, and we have authoritarian and libertarian. Authoritarians want no economic freedom and no social freedom. Libertarians are for economic freedom and social freedom. Conservatives are for economic freedom and no social freedom, or very little of it. And liberals, liberalism is usually associated with social freedom and absolutely no economic freedom. More government, big government. Bad. <laughs> well, if we take a look at the recent news, we have the caravans moving up and Trump sending people to the border. Give us your feedback on Twitter on what you think about this. I mean, one of our producers said, hey, this needs to be looked into, and I did some research and said, this isn't really good. Once again, if you take a look around, you'll notice that, hey, the Democrats are desperate. They're losing a lot of black support. So what are they naturally going to do? Oh, hey, look, a bunch of migrant people coming up from the Hispanic section of our, of our world. And you know what they're telling them? Come here, vote for us, and we'll do this and this and this for you. They're not actually saying this to them, but they're saying they're nudging their butts saying, hey, if we can get them here. They'll vote for us. We're losing the black support, and, we, and they know they're like, the midterm is in six days. They will lose every single time if they don't cheat. It's not hard to see. They've already cheated before. Looking at Repub the Republicans, they have a lot to gain. The Democrats have a lot to lose from this. Those who don't support Trump have already been 
isolated and ratted out and saying, look, you clearly don't support the president, so what is your deal? Where do you stand? The better question is, why do you stand there? Do you hate Trump because he's because an- he's anti-gay? Because that's completely that's complete nonsense. Look around. Trump has an LGBTQ plus following. The only reason some of them hate Trump is because of his vice president Pence. Pence is a Christian man who doesn't believe in same-sex marriage. It's that simple. You literally just have to look around and not be stupid about it. Analyze the situation. If you look back to what Trump was prior to running, you'll notice something. He dumbed down the way he spoke, but let's take it like like in The Great Debunk. In The Great Debunk, I compared Trump to Raymond Reddington out of Blacklist. In Blacklist, Raymond Reddington is the FBI's most wanted criminal. However, Raymond Reddington, being the person he is, is extremely smart and cunning. He can literally manipulate the FBI into doing his dirty work for him. Even though, at times, he does help them. But he's always three or four steps ahead of him, saying, this is what the move is, the FBI is going to do this, and I'm going to get this out of it. So when they do that, I'll be already already out and about on my next set of tasks. So that by the time the FBI is, FBI is finally on his, on his trail, he's already... St- farther ahead than everyone else I mean just look around at like what Trump's doing the left is so unhinged about him winning that they're going crazy over this and when they and they go crazy they go to the news saying well, you, you need to call Trump a racist sexist homophobe who's a Nazi well Let's solve this right now. In the Great Debunk, I mentioned that that Nazis, well, better put, Hitler ran with the German Socialist Workers' Party. Socialism is a form of communism, and communism is a left-wing ideology. So whenever someone says Trump's a fascist, a Nazi, you can look at them and go, do you even know what that means? Or in Princess Brightest, they'd say, I do not think you, I don't think that word means what you think it means. Nazis were on the left, though they did use some anarchist principles. However, they wanted bigger government, they wanted more power. Left wing wants bigger government, more power to the government. Right wing wants less government, and the farther right you go, you want more anarchy. Don't even... What's this? Okay, I've been asked to talk about the me- the mega bomber. He's not white. That is the biggest lie that I've heard since. Well, let's put it this way. Since Hillary said, "I'm gonna, I'm with you." That's the biggest lie and the scariest thing that anyone has probably seen this Halloween. Looking around, you will notice that some of the evidence clearly doesn't add up. Look at his car, the van he drives, his van. Now, I drive an old truck. This truck is beat up and it comes up from Texas. The Texas sun isn't much different than the Florida sun. It's constantly hot down there. So sun, so the paint job on an old vehicle will be sun bleached. The clear coat will be peeling. It will be white and discolored. 
That van looks like it's been repainted. It's not a modern van which has more plastic than metal. It is a metal van. It's an older model, meaning it should have some form of sun bleach or rust. Has neither. Also, being from Illinois means we have a lot more rust and snow. And one of the things you notice is that the stickers will fade. Right-wing reporter Alex Jones pointed this out. He's from Austin, Texas. Any sticker you put on a car will bubble with the heat within hours and will continuously stay bubbled. It does not stop. You, you, know, you, can roll pin, you can roll those out as much as you want. You can try and flatten the bubbles. They will return with the heat. As put by Alex Jones, there are no bubbles on any of those stickers all over that. That's been sitting, as he said, it's been sitting in a warehouse somewhere. It is impossible that he's even close to being related to the right. And it also, as David Knight, great dude, and Alex Jones did bring up, the right is winning. So why would a right-wing so-called nut job send bombs to the left knowing that it would hurt the right minorly at most like if you look at the midterm polls you have so many states are neck and neck like 46 to 46 46 percent to 46 percent democrat versus republican and they've been winning and some of them have been neck and neck this entire race and after the mega bomber you can take a look at the polls you can literally look this up in five seconds you can literally fact check my data after the mega bomber, the right wing's popularity barely even halted. It, it, as Trump said, red wave. If you look at a wave, it crests. And right now, we're still building momentum. We haven't crested. We haven't fallen. We haven't fallen over. We haven't just washed up on shore. Unlike the blue wave, the blue wave has already crested. It's reached its maximum height and is crashing thanks to people like Hillary saying oh black people are all the same they all look the same now if you think about that it's kind of racist now you might say I'm taking out of context during a live interview she said the, the reporter messed up a name swapped two names around and said I'm sorry and she goes no I understand they all look the same as an African-American, that's kind of offensive. I do not look like any of the other African-Americans around me at all. I wear glasses. I've got scars. I've got a scar on my face. My hair is di- different, differently curled. It's not the same. It's got straight strands and curly strands. Where do we look the same? We don't have the same... We might have the same lip structure. I mean, if Hillary really wants to look at black people's lips, I wouldn't question her. Because I already know she's crazy. <laughs> I mean, let's not even get into that. Let's let's take a look at something else here. What do we got? Uh huh. Well, well, well. What do we have here? So, with Trump embracing these candidates from the round around the country, you see a drastic rise in right wing abuse. Not saying that the right wing is being abusive. They're being abused. If we take a look at Antifa, the anti-fascist group, 
they're still there. They haven't left and they shouldn't be forgotten. Man, I hate those guys. They're in almost every major city. Chicago, Portland, Oregon, Seattle, Washington, D.C., Florida, Georgia. You, you name any state. You name a, a major city, that an industrial hub, a giant hub of air, where there's a massive airport, big city, big lights, big people, major democratic following, wham, you'll find them. Now we see a rise in a right-wing version of Antifa, except for the fact that they're not doing everything Antifa's doing. Antifa has been extremely violent. Antifa has beat up pedestrians on the road, They've blockaded cars, they've looted stores, they've rioted, they've beat up police officers, they've beat up anyone who wears a Trump hat or anything related to America. If it says, America was great, now we're making it great again, or Trump's Make America Great Again hat, or um, fly, stomp on my flag and I'll stomp your ass like that from Grunt Style, you will get beat up by Antifa. <laughs> I mean, take a look around. There is... Very little Antifa will, won't do that says, we hate Trump, we hate America, we want it to burn. Antifa is are like the anarchists of the left. And I bet you're all thinking, wait a minute, didn't you say in the previous segment, hey, um, anarchists are on the right? Yes. However, look at how they run things. It's not organized, it's chaotic. It's anarchy. Are they somewhat organized? Oh yeah, when they're beating up Trump supporters, they are really organized. Anyway, back to proud, back to the other group, the Proud Boys. The Proud Boys are a right patriotic group that has said, Antifa, we've had enough of your nonsense. So whenever there's an Antifa attack, you will occasionally, as more recently, May 9th in the parade that happens, I believe it was in Seattle. I don't have the paper with me. I will definitely get the to you maybe in the tomorrow segment but take a look at that look that up antifa versus the proud boys may 9th the proud boys are having a peaceful demonstration pro-trump pro-america don't step on me flags flying american flags flying you have antifa throwing water bottles rocks you name it anything they can pick up and throw they're throwing and there's two neutral, moderate reporters there. They're like, hey, do you think we could get you guys to talk to them? Antifa's like, no, 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 they're bigots, they're rude, they're racist, we don't want to speak to them at all. And then the two neutral reporters walk over to the Proud Boys side. Proud Boys like, sure, we'll talk to them if they're reasonable. If they're not going to throw rocks, they're not going to call us fascists, they're not going to resort to name-calling. If we can legit talk this out and go, this is what's good and this is what we're trying to do, why are you doing this, what do you believe in, we're fine. But the minute they start throwing rocks, the minute they start shouting slogans and all that stuff, we lose we lose respect for them. There's no point in, in any of that. And I agree with the Proud Boys, it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, to think that the Proud Boys are anywhere close to Antifa in the left standpoint, they're saying, oh, look at these right-wing fascists, these nationalists, they're getting up and rising, it's the rise of Hitler. I don't see any ovens, I don't see any gas chambers, do you? I don't see any mass 
gun control. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yes, I do. The left. The left wants gun control. What did Hitler do? Hitler knew if you can strip the Jews of, of their weapons to fight back, their money, their places of worship, you can break them. So when they were broken, he goes, we're all going to move you to a camp to make it more suitable for the Germans to live. Hmm, yeah, sounds good. In Ottawa, Illinois, the high school did a play called uh, I Never Saw Another Butterfly last year. It is an amazing play. It's about Tarizin. It's a pre-concentration camp. It's a really old fort that was only designed to carry like 5,000. It had carried 55,000 men, women, and children who were Jewish. And one by one, in one train car by another train car, they were all shipped off to Auschwitz and other camps around Germany. If you look at what Hitler did, he basically broke their spirit, but in Tarizin you'd find musicians, painters, writers, librarians, teachers, those who were silenced, or better yet, censored. Wait, 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 wait. Are you telling me that Hitler censored the Jews? Oh yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Who wants the big censorship? Who is Alex Jones was saying? Is the biggest censorship crack who's crack jobs ever. It's the left. The right wing in their history has been known to go after people who swear. Those who use the Lord's name well God, the Christian God's name in vain. Those who do drugs, those who you name it. Like even even abortion is one of the big things. They've been known to go after people like that and go they're the more social justice words. I hate using that term because it's not even accurate. The right would just say, we don't agree with you, but they wouldn't go as far as to say, you can't do this. Now, if you look at books, the right wing would say, I don't want my kid reading Mein Kampf, the book Hitler wrote. Because, let's put it this way, kids are really, in, or kids are really easy to influence at a young age. You tell a kid, Trump is bad, for three for a week, he'll come home to his conservative parents and go, Trump is bad. You tell a high schooler who now has intellect who's moving into college, moving on to the college slash military military path, says, We hate Trump, they're gonna look at you and go, Well, we are all entitled to our own opinion. Yours might suck and have no reasonable data behind it, but mine mine is steadfast and has data that says Trump does not suck. Trump's a good guy. Now, if you think about all of that stuff that I've just brought up in this segment, you'll notice that there's a consistent pattern with the left that literally just says the left wing is crazy. I mean, if we look at the example of the mega bomber, we find out that it's not its not the fact that the left wing is consistently blaming Trump for the bombs. It's that it's too well organized for it to be an actual bomber. So, like, if we look at the Unabomber, the Unabomber sent packages that exploded, okay? He sent different things to different people. Did he have an agenda? Oh, yeah. But here's the thing. When you're targeting someone in a bomb, in a bomb, like, in history, if you're going to target someone with a bomb, you're going to make it effective. All the bombs were duds and deemed neutral. They were not even bombs, according to the NYPD. And it says... And they, they literally came up with a statement, 
to CNN with the powder that they sent that was sent to CNN. It's harmless. It's basically powdered sugar. Wow, CNN. Great job at saying explosive powder was sent to us. That's like telling a five-year-old you're going to take their candy. The left wing was crying, screaming in agony, throwing a tantrum, saying, they're killing our leaders. They're killing our prophets. What is going on with the, with the right wing these days? And you wonder, what, what in the world is going on with them? The better question is, why isn't the right wing calling them out on their hypocrisy? Let's look at the border. If you look back when Bill Clinton was president, we cannot allow any more illegal immigration. Trump says it, he's racist. Clinton says it, he's a hero. What's the difference? Trump used to be a Democrat. Clinton, Bill Clinton was a Democrat. Oh, wait, Trump ran as a Republican. Oh, he's bad, fascist, Nazi. Really? Before he even considered running, he was still a Democrat. And he saw the fall of America and he goes, look, this can't go on any further, guys. We gotta stop this. And people were like, this is ridiculous. America was never great. Except they misinterpret what Trump meant. When Trump says America's, we can make America great again, is he talking about back in the 50s and 60s when black people were getting sprayed with hoses, whipped, had dogs attacking them? No. He's not talking about social greatness. Because we've never been socially great. Ever. If you look at our history, we've always discriminated against discriminated against some group of people at her at the at the beginning it was pre-america it was the native americans we basically forced them out of their land and said this is now ours and that and people are like that's me the left is like we need to stop that we can't let that in our history books except for the fact that they're forgetting one thing that's what war is if i'm a, if i'm a guy if i'm a leader of one country and your country has resources, I'm going to go, hey, if we can't trade, which they tr- which Columbus tried, and they didn't really respond well because they didn't really speak English. So, let's put it this way. They went to war, the French-Indian the French War, and as portrayed in the movie Patriot, like, briefly, for wilderness, col- the British colonists and the British along with the Native Americans. Wait, no, that's wrong. The French and the Indians were allied to try and remove the British colonists and citizens, British subjects, from their lands. The French wanted their land back. The British owned it. The British and French owned land, and so did the Spanish. The Spanish got run out by the French, and the French got run out by the British. The British used the Native Americans at the time to try and push out the British colonists, aka the pre-Americans. Once that war ended and we finally decided, wait a minute, we need to start thinking for ourselves here, we see a dis- we're no longer discriminating, uh, discriminating against Native Americans. We start discriminating against tyrants, white tyrants. When, you, when we finally see the, the, the fact that when we finally gain our independence, they were thinking of going and trying to remove slavery. However, there was too much of an opposition to it. Thomas Jefferson owned slaves. George Washington owned slaves. Does that make them bad people? No. 
in his, to the left, they're horrendous people. Look at what they did. They whipped slaves. Okay, not every master whipped a slave. There were some people who were genuinely nice to slaves. They wouldn't use the word slave, they'd call them servants. If you look at Patriot, the beginning, they have they have field hands, the African Americans who are out working in the fields, and then they have the in they have the indoor hands. The servants, the maids, the butlers, the people who stock the wood, the people who cook, you name it. They were there. There were two types of of servants. You had slaves out in the field, you had indoor hands. Better put like we have on today in today's farms, indoor and outdoor hands. Outdoor hands mainly do the manual labor. For for that time period, it was cutting, it was getting, gathering cotton or tobacco or sugar cane, you name it. But now the left wants to censor that. The left would say patriot can't be shown anymore because the America wins the Revolutionary War. There's still slavery, but. If you really dive deep into Patriot, you'll notice something about it. There's an ad that plays. There's not an ad. There's a flyer that's been posted by the British. Trying to intimidate people into joining them. So, once they become free, well, once the African-American, I forget what his name is in the movie, he reads the flyer and goes, look, I can become free if I do this. And the one and the one white guy at the time is like, yeah, right. And then in the swamp, they're like, I don't want, I don't know about you, but I don't want slaves owning, having guns. Eventually, the black man saves his life. The left, the left has no reaction to that. They're like, wait a minute. Why would they do that? Why would he even think of saving a white man's life? They're, they become racist fascists. Why didn't you just kill him right there? Because they're on the same side, stupid. Because they are literally doing the same thing. They're fighting for the same cause. And after the black man, I forget what his name is, saves... I still can't remember the other white guy's name. His life, he doesn't say anything bad about African Americans. He calls him by name instead of Negro, instead of slave. He says his name. And you look at them... And you look at the left and go, why would you censor that? It shows African Americans gaining a slight indip- a slight status status upgrade. And the left would go nuts on you and say, look at all the white supremacy. Look at all the tre- bad treatment of women. Uh, yeah, you, the British raped women. Throughout their history, they've done it. Sorry, people from Great Britain, but your country has a history of that. Is our country any better? No. We have a history of doing that too. It's not good. We're not proud of it. But I mean, the left makes it seem like we're proud that we do these things. It's in our history. The left, which should absolutely scare you, is trying to rewrite history to make it more user-friendly, so to speak. They want death to freedom of speech and want their own politically correct speech. Or PC. Or PCS. Politically correct speech is where 
like let's take let's take a look at like African Americans for a minute. Seeing as I'm an African American, I didn't grow up in the 50s and 60s. I grew up in the late in the early 2000s. In the 50s and 60s, they were called well, obviously nigger, which isn't a very good word at all. They were called negroes. They were they there was a variety of names that were trying to degrade black people. And the left would go, we can't have that in our history books. It'll offend any black little boy or little girl that walks into school. They've been in the history books since then. And I don't see how many black kids have turned their desks over, snapped their pencils, and gone crazy over what's in their history book. In fact, it empowers them. It says, look how far we've come. When Kanye West and Candace Owens started the Blexit movement, the black community said, wait a minute. We don't have to vote Democrat anymore? And they're like, yeah, you don't. Free thinkers. We don't need to be controlled by them. And the Democrats are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Token Negro, porch monkey. What happened to being politically correct? Oh, wait. He's becoming a white supremacist. He wants death to the black people, even though he is black. Okay. Okay, Kanye West, if you're a white supremacist... <laughs> Please, I don't understand that. They call Ben Carl, they've been they call Ben Carlson things. They call Herman Cain thing. It's like what? What are you doing? Obama became the first black president. They applauded him. Obama, in the eyes of the black community, it was a failure. I'm gonna call it right now. Barack Hussein Obama, you are a failure. You are nothing compared to the different presidents we've had. If we could have one president, if I could have one president back. It would be JFK. You want to know why? Both conservatives and Democrats liked him. But you know who killed him? Democrats. The economy was booming. He was a libertarian, basically. He had economic freedom and social freedom. And you know what the Democrats did? (laughs) Bye-bye JFK's brain. Oh, but let's, let's go back just a little bit. Just a bit. Martin Luther King. Who, wait a minute. Oh, no. The, the KKK is on the right now. No, it's not. It's still on the left. It never left. It never moseyed its way over to the right. We never accepted them. When, when people out in Illinois fly a Confederate flag, people towards Chicago would go, Oh, my gosh. You hate black people? No. I'm black and I'm thinking of buying one of those Confederate flags. And 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 here's the thing: I have a bunch of a bunch of colleagues who who like the Confederate flag. It's not the Confederate flag anymore. It's known as the Rebel flag. It means left. Screw you. We're not gonna listen to you. Your authority doesn't matter here. Understand? See? Where did, where in that statement have I said we hate black people? Where? Are there a percentage of them who might not like black people? It's possible. Is it probable? No. Because there are black people who own flags like that. Who embrace flags like that. But then, the left wants you to believe that the KKK somehow shifted from their party to the Republican Party and go, look, white supremacists right there. No. 
that it just frustrates me to see that because it's not even that at all I mean take a look at all the different platforms like if you go to a Trump rally that's outdoors and you show up early and you fly a Confederate flag on your truck car you name it or you're just carrying it around you'll be called a white supremacist whether you're black white Mexican Asian you name it if you even are cons- if you're even considering carrying that flag or wearing a Trump hat whoa you're white supremacist man back off be gone Satan <laughs> really Did- half the Democrats don't even realize the KKK is a part of their party the guy who assassinated MLK JR Martin Luther King Jr. was on the left. Where in history do the white supremacists fall in? Where does the KKK intimidation factor fall in? Who killed Emmett Till? Who killed MLK? Who? It wasn't the right wing because the right wanted change. The right said, we're going to allow black people into our schools. We're going to do this. We're going to allow little Susie over here or little Tyrone or you name it. You give me a name and they were allowed in for the conservatives. You look over at the liberal Democrats. Get them Negroes out of here is what they were screaming. They, If you look at the famous picture of the Little Rock Nine where the black girl is walking into that school and those little white girls and the little, and the little black boys are walking in hand in hand they're being yelled at they're being told negro go home you are not wanted here your kind is not wanted where in the world do the democrats get the idea that they are the righteous saviors they're the open armed community their their hypocrisy is unreal in that party oh my gosh like just take this let's take this example alone Let's look at the Little Rock Nine compared to what the Democratic Party is now. The Democratic Party during the time of segregation. The Democratic Party went as far as to blow up buses of black people. And you know what they do now? Vote Democrat. And we'll uh, give you some more welfare money instead of telling them to go get a job. As Jamal from the mind of Jamal states, Obama is a good-for-nothing do-nothing. He literally made things worse for the black community. The unemployment rate skyrocketed. The economy plummeted. And people want to go, that was Bush's fault. Okay. So let's get let's let's give Obama a little bit of credit. Okay, let's say Bush's it was Bush's fault for the first year. Obama was in for eight years and one of those years, let's just say it was Bush's. Okay? That first year was on Bush's success. For seven years the economy crapped itself and could not recover. It could not physically get back onto its feet and go, okay, we're going to move again. Trump's economy started to boom before Trump. And everyone's like, it's Obama. Obama, stay, please. A year's gone by. The economy is still going up. I don't, I don't think the Democrats understand that the economy is rising. Obama was tanking it. Open Obamacare is the greatest thing since uh, peanut butter on bread. <laughs> okay, where do you get that stupid notion? Obamacare's garbage. Now, <clears throat> consider this for a moment. 
if every one year of the of the new president's first term is a part of the old president's last year why the hell did our economy stay so low after the election in 2008 why oh oh wait yeah yeah, yeah that's right obama you suck you're garbage those who believe obama's anything great are clearly misguided you can't see the facts that are lined up in front of you black crime rate through the roof black unemployment through the roof black hate through the roof racism through the roof and he promised to get rid of all those talk about a liar and a, and when he goes Trump's racist <laughs> maybe he just doesn't like you Obama because he if he was racist if Trump's a racist white supremacist white supremacist why would he set foot in a room of all black conservatives all black okay remember if he's racist even if he if they're on the same side he will still hate them he will not talk to them he will look down upon them and degrade them trump lifted them up and said you are the future of your communities wherever you come from you are the future so tell me left why is it that you guys get to destroy everything that goes on smashes through Trump saying he's racist, he's a fascist. Where do you get the idea? Do you listen to CNN's propaganda? Do you listen to MSNBC? Are you listening to the crap speed out of George Soros and Hillary Clinton's mouth? Oh my gosh, man. Complete utter garbage. It is disturbing on how these things work. I mean, just just take a minute to look at your own hypocrisy for a minute. Please, I mean, if I could, I would have people on right now. Since we're just really little and getting started, I want to ask and see if whoever wants to... I can add you to the podcast and stuff. I would love to debate you. If you believe that Obama's a great guy, go to Facebook, go to Twitter, go to at Liberty, at Liberty News 7 and say, hey... All right, look here. Obama is a great guy. And you you list his accomplishments that he's done. Sure, for the for the LGBTQ plus community, he did a lot of good. He legalized gay marriage. That's, that's exceptional for them. But he promised to do a lot more for black people. What, what, where? Where in the world did he help the black community? He didn't. He made it worse for them. Great. Huh. Well, this is one of the many topics we'll be discussing here. I'm only one of the people who will be joining us. Hopefully, we'll get some more people. We have a couple people on who will be joining us eventually, but as of right now, they're just helping me write scripts, handing me news and letters and other things. So once things get better, I sure hope... Oh, God, I really hope that Republicans turn out. I was on my way home. Actually, before I go into that, I was on my way home one day, and I was driving past. I was on Route 6. 
Nah, not, not round six. No, I was on Morse Black. No. I was on North North 30th Road. There's this there's this big sign. I was like, what is that? It was it was dark. I was tired coming home. I look at I I lose as I get closer it says Trump won. Get over it. I was like, holy cow, who are these people? I wanna meet them. And for guy we met met them previously. After Trump had won, we I went over and congratulated them, saying, "Hey, thanks for the support. We all the supporters could use a little extra support." And seeing that pushed it over the edge for us. And they're, they're like, "Thanks." So now they've got a new sign that says, on the front side of it, when you're heading towards, uh, towards Seneca. Yeah, towards Seneca. You'll see it says. <clears throat> Trump won. Get over it. In red and black, in red and black letters. No. In just red letters on a white on a white board. And on the back of it, in red, white, and in red, white, and blue, it has written: "Defend America. Vote Republican." I was like, "Holy cow! That makes sense." Cause th- think about it. Democrats are running on a platform that has no basis other than we hate Trump. We hate anyone who loves Trump and we hate those who are free thinkers and oppose us. While those who support Trump <laughs> excuse me, have a massive campaign to run on. Economic success. You can literally have you can on economic success alone, you could build a campaign, you could build books on it, and go, how the American economy revived itself. Thanks to Trump. Thanks to Pence. Thanks to Mattis. You name it. Oh, don't even get me started. So, here's a theory for you. And everyone's going to go, uh-oh. And you Alex Jones, question mark? No, no, no. Here's just a theory. And this will blow the minds of the left. Let's just say Trump calls in Robert Mueller and says, Hey, there's some corruption going on. And I need you to make it look like you're investigating me. Mueller goes, Why is that? So while the left is preaching, Hey, look, Trump's Russian collusion. And I have an article I'm going to share with you in the next next podcast that the left is now abandoning the Russian collusion theory and saying, Is Trump a Chinese agent? It's ridiculous, but anyway, moving on from that, which we'll get, which we'll cover in the next podcast, you'll see that the left said the left is praising Mueller, saying, "Good job, arrest him. He's colluding with Russia, and that's the only reason he won." Problem with that is, there's no evidence behind it, and you would think there would be more evidence that says Trump is tied to this. Except for the fact that if Trump's smart enough, he calls in Mueller, and Mueller goes, what's up? Trump goes, hey, I need you to investi- to make it look like you're investigating me while investigating the Democratic Party. And Mueller's going to go, well, why is that? Mueller and Alpha, Trump looking Mueller in the eye, sitting in his chair going, look, I can't have you investigating the Democrats because it will burn torch and... Acid wash all the data that they have against 
against her own party. That literally states that they're guilty of all the things they've been accusing me of. More nods his head. Okay. What do you want me to do? Since Trump, Trump now leans back in his chair, since the left is running on Russian collusion, make it look like you're investigating for Russian collusion. Start there. Mueller nods his head. He goes, okay, great. Mind if I call in James Comey? Comey comes in. What's up? Trump goes, look, Comey, you've done a crappy job, but I need your help. Comey nods his head. Yep. What do you need? And so they create a fake investigation into Trump while really investigating the Democratic Party. <laughs> Could you imagine if that act, if, if that were to come out? Because there is a ton of evidence that links Hillary to the death to Benghazi, her emails. That's unexcusable. That should be prison time. Those two alone should be prison time up 60 years plus. Not to mention her husband, his inappropriate conduct in the White House. But come on, take a look around. If you really do some digging behind these people, you will notice something. They collapse under pressure. Hillary bleached everything to make sure she couldn't be found. Every, every software has a trail. So if Trump is really playing the left and saying, oh yeah, they're investigating me, all right. Well, looking over his shoulder, looking at Comey and Mueller, and they've got, they're giving him the okay sign saying, we got this, we got this. Comey's like, I can't do this anymore. Trump goes, you're gone. So then the left goes, oh my gosh, look, the collusion. He's getting, he's, they were on his trail. Uh-oh. What if Trump literally just said, all right, I'm going to fire you. It's going it's to make you, this story look more believable. Because things are getting too comfy cozy up here. Comey nods his head. He goes, all right, all right, what do I get out of it? Trump goes, oh, you're going to get this much amount of money. Comey nods his head and goes, all right, I'm in. Wham, Comey gets fired. Comey's like, oh my gosh, look at what they did. I can't believe they would do something like that. I'm going to leave you off on that note. Just think about that. If Trump is really playing the media, the leftists, the left leaders, he's playing, if he is, he's playing them, he's using them like puppets with strings. He literally has them in the palm of his hand doing exactly what he wants. Alright folks, that's it for this podcast, this segment. Next segment, we'll bring up a lot more on the Great Debunk. We will be debunking a lot inside of this article. And we'll be getting into the article that I brought up. Is Trump, (laughs) according to the left, a Chinese agent? Oh, great. Well, hope you have a good evening out there. across, Across the United States and whoever else is listening. Have a good night. And remember, God bless America.